Hi, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 84 to 95 of the Catechism. 3. The Interpretation of the Heritage of Faith The Heritage of Faith Entrusted to the Whole of the Church 84. The Apostles Entrusted the Sacred Deposit of the Faith, the Depositum Fide, contained in sacred scripture and tradition to the whole of the Church. By adhering to this heritage, the entire holy people, united to its pastors, remains always faithful to the teaching of the Apostles, to the Brotherhood, to the breaking of the bread and the prayers. So in maintaining, practicing and professing the faith that has been handed on, there should be a remarkable harmony between the bishops and the faithful. The Magisterium of the Church, 85. The task of giving an authentic interpretation of the Word of God, whether in its written form or in the form of tradition, has been entrusted to the living, teaching office of the Church alone. Its authority in this matter is exercised in the name of Jesus Christ. This means that the task of interpretation has been entrusted to the bishops in communion with the successor of Peter, the Bishop of Rome. 86. Yet this magisterium is not superior to the word of God, but is its servant. It teaches only what has been handed on to it. At the divine command and with the help of the Holy Spirit, it listens to this devotedly, guards it with dedication, and expounds it faithfully. All that it proposes for belief, as being divinely revealed, is drawn from the single deposit of faith. 87. Mindful of Christ's words to his apostles, He who hears you, hears me. The faithful receive with docility the teachings and directives that their pastors give them in different forms. The Dogmas of Faith 88. The Church's Magisterium exercises the authority it holds from Christ to the fullest extent when it defines dogmas, that is, when it proposes in a form obliging the Christian people to an irrevocable adherence of faith, truths contained in the divine revelation, or also when it proposes in a definitive way truths having a necessary connection with these. 89. There is an organic connection between our spiritual life and the dogmas. Dogmas are lights along the path of faith. They illuminate it and make it secure. Conversely, if our faith, if our life is upright, our intellect and heart will be open to welcome the light shed by the dogmas of the faith. 90. The mutual connections between dogmas and their coherence can be found in the whole of the revelation of the mystery of Christ. In Catholic doctrine there exists an order or hierarchy of truths, since they vary in their relation to the foundation of the Christian faith. The supernatural sense of faith. 91. All the faithful share in understanding and handing on revealed truth. They have received the anointing of the Holy Spirit, 
who instructs them and guides them into all truth. 92. The whole body of the faithful cannot err in matters of belief. This characteristic is shown in the supernatural appreciation of faith, sensus fide, on the part of the whole people, when, from the bishops to the last of the faithful, they manifest a universal consent in matters of faith and morals. 93. By this appreciation of the faith, and sustained by the spirit of truth, the people of God, guided by the sacred teaching authority, magisterium, receives the faith once for all, delivered to the saints. The people, unfailingly adheres to this faith, penetrates it more deeply with right judgment, and applies it more fully in daily life. Growth in Understanding the Faith 94. Thanks to the assistance of the Holy Spirit, the understanding of both the realities and the words of the heritage of faith is able to grow in the life of the Church. Through the contemplation and study of believers who ponder these things in their hearts, it is in particular theological research which deepens knowledge of revealed truth. From the intimate sense of spiritual realities which believers experience, the sacred scripture grow with the one who reads them. From the preaching of those who have received, along with their right of succession, in the episcopate, the sure charism of truth. Number 95. It is clear, therefore, that in the supremely wise arrangement of God, sacred tradition, sacred scripture, and the magisterium of the church are so connected and associated that one of them cannot stand without the others, working together each in its own way under the action of the one Holy Spirit, they all contribute effectively to the salvation of souls. So very well, so now we finished this section on, um, on how, uh, the, how faith is handed on. On, the, on what is this, uh, the sources of our faith, what is the source of our teaching. And we see today that really that faith is something that has been given to us, that the content of the faith, the truths of the faith, the sacred tradition, the scripture, has been given to the church principally by Christ, by God, by the Holy Spirit, and that we can't change this. You know, sometimes people think that the faith should be a democracy, that the Catholic Church should be a democracy and if the majority of people think that we should do something, then we should do it, like you would run a country. And yet the Church is not a democracy. The Pope has got huge authority in the Church. He's got a vast authority. There are many, many things that he can do. But the fundamental things, he can't. He can't change. The Pope is not at liberty to change the truth of the faith. And if something has been revealed in Scripture... We can't simply decide, hold a synod or something and decide that it's going to change. What was true yesterday is true today. As we saw before, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And that this is the whole point of it, that God set up the church for our salvation. He instituted the church in a particular way. And this way is um, the way that, that it works and that we can't tinker with it. That yes, we have to continually protect the church. Yes, we have to continually renew the church, but that the truths of the faith of the dogmas can't be changed willy-nilly 
and that when something has been proclaimed by the church as being true, it can't be changed. For example, the Immaculate Conception of the Virgin, Blessed Virgin Mary or the, uh, the dogma of the Assumption of Mary can't be changed and uh, they've been officially um, proclaimed by the church relatively recently. But the church in her meditation has reached this certainty following the different rules that have been set down and she can now teach these things with authority. So again, in this uh, whole se sense, we need to see that the magisterium of the church, the teaching authority of the church, is uh, very important and it goes hand in hand with the sacred tradition and the sacred scripture, that all three of these are important. And as it said at the very end, that one can't stand without the other, that we need all three of them together. So I think uh, tomorrow we'll be continuing. Tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 101 through 104. We're beginning to look at the section on sacred scripture, which is, uh, again, a very beautiful section of the Catechism, a section that helps clarify a lot of confusion that people have about the Bible. And um, again, on a, a totally practical note, um, somebody uh, helped me to see that the podcast is now available on Google Podcasts as well. And if you're trying to get the link for that, I put it up on the webpage. The webpage that accompanies this podcast is Father Neil, F-A-T-H-E-R-N-E-I-L dot com. So that is available if anybody wants to listen to this on Google Podcasts or even to listen to it on your computer as opposed to a mobile phone. And uh, just as we continue, just to conclude, I want to read the last uh, few numbers of the in brief section, numbers 96 through 100, that uh, we need to get through before we can continue with the sacred scripture tomorrow. In brief, 96. What Christ entrusted to the apostles, they in turn handed on by their preaching and writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to all generations until Christ returns in glory. 97. Sacred tradition and sacred scripture make up a single deposit of the word of God, in which, as in a mirror, the pilgrim church contemplates God, the source of all her riches. 98. The church in her doctrine, life and worship, perpetuates and transmits to every generation all that she herself is, all that she believes. 99. Thanks to the supernatural sense of faith, the people of God as a whole never ceases to welcome, to penetrate more deeply, and to live more fully from the gift of divine revelation. 100. The task, interpreting, the task of interpreting the word of God authentically has been entrusted solely to the magisterium of the church, that is, to the Pope and the bishops, in communion with him. So again, we'll see you again tomorrow, and tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 101 through number 104. God bless.